Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. the 317th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Coming from you one more time from Florida, but this time next week I should be back home recording from the basement. (laughs) Recording from the basement in Delaware. Yeah, right? Back to the the studio. Yeah, back to the dungeon, really. Well, very excited to Uh, have you back soon. Yeah, I know. I know. I know you. uh, we, We were just talking about being able to like run run some duty um the new zombies and such yeah it would be yeah it's been it's been a little bit i've mostly been playing I, well i've mostly been playing hades um on the uh the pc which is surprisingly more fun than i thought i was going to have with it after my first like initial playthroughs mm-hmm. but i'm also finding it fairly easy like I, I know you never played enter the gungeon or at least you never played it for any longer than like a minute for an achievement yeah but like it's a some a pseudo randomized experience where you have to you know you go through arcade style like top down you you fight enemies you fight bad guys and you upgrade you get like upgrades throughout your run but like unlike and well somewhat like enter the gungeon but unlike other games that are kind of like this you actually get like more perma upgrades over time which makes the game easier um at the same time you also have these modifiers that make the game more difficult but i found that those modifiers don't um, kick in quickly enough that make it oh, like okay. I'm failing again. So I like in the game tracks all these stats and stuff like how many times have you successfully cleared the game? Because like there's only I think like three or four like floors if you will, um, or like levels or worlds, and um, you know you you once you get once you get to the end it's over and then you just run it back and I think I'm on like a on a, a 10 or 11 win streak right now oh wow and and like i've that played easy <laughs> <laughs> and it takes a little it took a little bit to like get to that stage like i think i've played like 40 total runs maybe 50 yeah. if i restart the game if i booted it up it would tell me how many it was but i'm at a point where i've won about a quarter of my runs and um i think i've only i think i have like i think i have like 15 ish total wins and the the win streak that I have right now has just like been unstoppable. I have no idea if it'll get harder. I mean, well, any I know it can get a lot harder with all the modifiers that they, that you do have access to. Mm-hmm. But every single modifier that you add, you you only like crank it up a single notch at a time because the rewards that you can get, like you you there's no there's no sense in going from like level one to level thirty because you still need to go through one through thirty to get all the rewards so you can do the upgrades. Anyway, all that all that aside, um, aside from that, I've been playing the Switch, um, but I haven't been able to play any games like Cyberpunk or Duty or anything like that. So it'll be, I'm excited to come back and get back into those worlds. Um, yeah, I did wanna I did wanna give you, well, you already know, but give the listeners an update that I did make a decision on uh, the job. So I think I mentioned that I had two job offers last last time and. Um, I ended up I ended up deciding on one. It was really tough to, to make that decision. We I uh, I talked with Lena about it over the weekend, um, last weekend, and I was back and forth in my head. Like 
the the whole time. And even when I made the decision, like that morning, I woke up on Monday morning and I, well, so for Sunday night I went to bed and I was like, I think I know which one I'm going with. And then Sunday I woke up and I was like, I think I want to go with the other one. Um, and then midway through the day, I switched my mind back and I told Lana, she's like, I think you need to just reach out to HR and tell them that you're accepting this offer. Um, I think that I was probably with this company more often, like in my head than the other. Um, but one of the reasons why I was a little hesitant to do it was because of the move um, that was going to be required with it. So the uh, this this position is going to be in the, uh, the Chicago area. So I start in a month and I'll be able to work from Delaware for the next few months. And then around the time that our lease expires, we're going to make the proper move. So we'll, like, there's a relocation package that's included with it. So we'll probably fly out to the area um, mm-hmm. this summer, check out some places, find a uh, find a decent home rent, and then come back and then do all like the final arrangements to prepare for the move. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm really excited about it. I'm excited about the move. Like, despite being apprehensive about it, I'm excited about the move and and, and being somewhere new. You know, we've been we well, at least I've been in the uh, the southeastern Pennsylvania slash Delaware area for the last like 20 years. So it's going to be good to explore. You know, being a new being a new city, being a new area. And the the hard thing about that is leaving. You know, like my dad's still in a is what what I call home. Like my dad is about half an hour from me, and so it'll be hard leaving him all my friends who still live in that area you know like it's really simple like when you for example come to town like we don't have to plan anything you know i'm going to be there so you just kind of hit me up like yeah let's meet up we'll do we'll do lunch or brunch or breakfast someday and moving forward it's going to be difficult because there are going to be times where you're going to be there and i won't be around and like i guess on my end there'll be times where i'm there where maybe a trip to new york wouldn't be out of the question because what else am i going to get to see you right yeah. So well, yeah. here's the thing. I, I I was talking to Carolyn about it. I think what we want to try and do, which could be fun, is uh try and see you guys out in uh, Chicago. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. I would say we'd show you around, but we don't. I, we don't. <laughs> neither of us have ever been there before, so we're gonna kind of be Chicago, I mean, depend, depending depending on fun. when you're there. Yeah, depending on when you're there, we would kind of be taking the town. And you've been there, right? To Chicago, uh, yeah. Okay, like, well, you'll, you'll, have, you'll show have, me around. We both have friends in Chicago mm-hmm. who can show us around, yeah. or at least give yeah. us the. Yeah, uh... yeah Yaron's there. Yaron yeah. is is downtown. Um, so, is he yeah. downtown Chicago though, or is he in Lincoln? Uh, Lincoln I don't know Park? how. I, you know, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to speak for him. I'm not positive. Yeah. I mean, not to say that Lincoln Park isn't like right there, but yeah. I also know he, that you know Chicago is much rel- more of a driving city. Yeah, I, I guess relative to where I would be, you know, I'm going to be the suburbs. I'm going to be, um, it's like basically thinking like the equivalent of saying that, you know, we're in Westchester, Pennsylvania and telling people that we're from Philly. Like it's about yeah. a 30 mile drive from Philly. So I would tell people, 30 minutes? I think really more or less both more, more or less the same. I think it's okay. about 30 miles. We'll say 30 minutes. Sure. Cause I think it's about a 30 or 40 minute drive from Chicago to where mm-hmm. we'll be. And so you know you i'll say chicago when i'm talking about i say chicago but it's not really like chicago chicago i would have no need to be there you know my work isn't there and we don't we don't plan on living there the only time we would actually be there is when we're visiting going for food doing you know just kind of hanging out exploring the city but our day-to-day doesn't actually involve the actual city 
or won't involve. I see. But yeah, so that's yeah, that's the big news. Um, it's it's weird because it's been a it's been a nearly two month process mm-hmm. that's kind of flown by. Two months is um, not long whatsoever. Yeah, it's it's not, and it's funny though, like. It's funny because the process is so long in general. Like, you know, the like I know the, the the process for different positions varies, right? So like, you know, some people might have a you know, two interviews for a company and maybe they, they only meet with like their their potential boss or their boss's boss. But like for for this position or these types of positions that I'm applying for and I know yours are largely the same, it's like an all day thing. Yeah. So, and of course, doing it virtually, it's 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 unfortunate that I'm not actually able to be on site, on campus, and actually get to meet people and explore the building and stuff. I mean, that alone could have made a big difference in my decision. I didn't get the benefit of, of being able to do that, um, but I did get to meet with well over like ten people from each team. And during this interview process, I had to present, you know, for like an hour, my work, my research, and you know, take take a a question and answer. I can't remember if I talked about it on the podcast, but at some point during the interview, Microsoft Teams went down. They had a massive outage across the across. I don't know if it was just the U.S. or worldwide or whatever it was, but there was a massive Microsoft Teams outage, and so my my presentation was completely interrupted, and so I lost about ten minutes of presentation time, and so I had to um, do a bit of an audible and like either present quicker, cut slides. I didn't really present quicker. I really cut content more or less. I skip slides that weren't completely relevant or completely necessary to get the story across. Um, and I just didn't say some things that didn't, I, you know, I kind of had like an internal script and there were things that I just chose to not say to mm-hmm. um, make sure that I finished on time. So yeah. like that, that alone was, um, you know, I think they were, they were happy or pretty impressed with the way that I was able to adjust to that situation on the fly because some people feel like every single word, every single slide is, is critical and they wouldn't be able to to make that adjustment. So I think that actually worked out in my favor despite the interruption, like, you know, being completely unplanned. Um, but yeah, like, as nervous as I was going into the interviews, it they, they just ended up being far more just casual, far more relaxed than, you know, and like, I, I, sh- I, say, I, say, I, was ner- I say I was nervous going into them, but I also knew what it was going to be like to some degree. And most of them just want to see, like, one, how do you think? Um, but two, like, do, would you fit on the team? Like, how are you as a person? Do we think that you're a cool person that we can, you know, interact with? That, you know, if, if I'm having problems, I'll be able to reach out to other people and ask questions. But also vice versa, if they're having problems and they think I can answer their questions, if I'm willing to take on those, those, uh, you know, to actually be able to, you know, be approachable and be someone they can look to to get answers. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, like, you know, just, just be a, it it was, it was far more of a pleasurable experience than, than not the only like negative about it is just how long of a period it is, you know, doing that for like eight hours and meeting a whole bunch of different people. It's like speed dating, really. It is not easy. I'll say, um, what's, I appreciate the way that you're sort of phrasing it as more of a conversation at a certain point. And I know that, yeah. you know, we've, uh, we've talked about this in the past as well. There's this idea of like, you know what you know, what yes. is harder to figure out what most people are looking to do on the hiring side. I don't know if you've ever actually been on the hiring side. Uh, 
sorry. Um, sort of. I've I've been in like, yeah, I've I've been in interviews before, you know, where I've talked to other people. Um, but it was more like, okay, this is someone who's going to be on your level. Um, you know, just kind of get a gauge of who they are and as a person. But I was never like, you know, I hardly had much of an input in in the hiring yeah. process. But I so, have I have conducted interviews before. Yeah. So I have definitely owned a hiring process before. It took about a year to fill. Wow. Jeez. Um, yeah. uh, how many how many people do you say, would you say you've interviewed for, you interviewed for that position? Sorry to interrupt. I know that wasn't the uh, point. You mean like interviewed or Yeah, like how many people processed? how many people interviewed like you know like the on-site type of interview? Uh, well, on-site is also separate. Uh, I've spoken to so, like, if you think about the funnel, all right, all right we'll, we'll sort of sidetrack for just a minute. The yeah, yeah. funnel is people who apply to the job through various channels, right? Um, and then there is the recruiter screen, and then I don't even yep. speak yep. to people before it gets to that point. Um, they, okay. The recruiter on the team will help facilitate in terms of like helping helping us understand who uh, is worth our time and who isn't. Right. Um, Makes sense. And then, let's see. After that, it's uh, if the recruiter screen, if the I'm sorry, if the recruiter screen goes well, then I have the next round, and that is the next step. And then, what's after that? Let's see. Hmm. Do you have then, them speak with any of your team members? Not, um, not at that point. Not no. yet. Okay. Okay. So the way it works. For us would be if I like them then I have them complete a homework assignment and then uh, okay yeah if the homework assignment I'm the first one to review it because our team is so small and so busy that it didn't make sense for because normally in the olden days the way it would work is we would have homework uh, for a candidate and then that candidate would come into the office to present their work. Okay. Now, okay. So that's, yeah. Got right. it. Right. Now, because that is no, not possible anymore. Yep. Uh, what's, what we decided to pivot to was we would have me review the homework and then decide if this person was worth the time of, our, of my, like, engineering partner and product partner to even speak with them and if i said yes then it would get put on the calendar i see okay yeah so and then if it passes that then there is a full day on-site eight hour process yep. thing that we have yeah uh, so that's how and that so goes. what are you typically what are you typically looking for to, at that eight hour the the eight hour process like um, and someone, someone that really collaborates that. well someone that okay. works well with others yeah. uh, it's just sort of like seeing how their personality might be in action yeah yeah it's personality and like social yeah it's all of that because yeah it's and you assume that they are good at enough at what they do that's yeah. the assumption the thing is we don't i mean there is this phrase that we use it's called the talented asshole and we right. don't care if you're super talented if you're an asshole and you're hard to work with 
That's yeah, sort of a deal yeah. breaker for us. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. I would say that of the people that I process, probably over like 300 at the very top. Sheesh, yeah. Um, okay. And then uh, spoken to on the phone, probably about like 70, I'd say. And then okay. um, in person, on site, probably like six. Okay, yeah. Less than 10 for that. Sure. Well, because it's such yeah. a, the thing is we want to be, so our general rule of thumb is we want to be like 80%, actually 90% sure that we're going to be hiring this person. Right. And if we're not 90% sure, we don't want to be spending that time because it's a really expensive day. It's one of the yeah. most important days at our company, hiring. We take it very seriously. Um, and if we, like, it's just a lot to ask to, like, basically take up four to five people's like complete days yeah so we try not yeah. to if we're like even unsure we're, we're more than happy to schedule more like follow-up uh conversations or whatever if we have questions or concerns but we only and we're and this is an ongoing process so we're always trying to improve it but the idea right. is um to make sh- be certain relatively that this is the person that we want to hire and the a full the onsite is more of just like a confirmation of things if that makes sense yeah yeah it does yeah so yeah that that's interesting um it's interesting to hear the process overall it sounds like the homework assignment that that you would typically apply and then the presentation is basically what i have to do but rather than me doing like a homework assignment it's really okay now take a project that you've completed in the past and present the results you know this is a, these are largely scientific research projects and present your findings you know what was the motivation um and what were your findings where would you take it from here how how would you do how would you do things differently if you were to take on the project today knowing all that you know now um as well as like a little bit of just tell tell them about yourself. Or at yeah. least that's what I do. I give it a, give a little bit of opportunity to talk about like my my general hobbies and stuff. Um, yeah, so that's the thing that I felt. You know, the first time when I was looking for work um, coming out of grad school is that the the final round was largely like personality based, and they wanted to get an uh, you know an idea or assess who I was as a person and if they thought I'd be able to play well with the team more or less. If they thought that you know, am I going to be able to get the job done? But all, and like there are, there are some of those like kind of like poking and type of questions where people want to know, well, okay, like, yeah, you were able to get this particular project done that you discussed, but I want to hear about how you think, because how much of this was your decision? Like how many, how many of those factors were your decisions and how many were your bosses or your colleagues who you worked with to get the project done? And so like, there are definitely questions like that. But yeah, I largely found that it was more like, yeah, like, are you, are you a cool dude? Like you said, like, are you, are you not an asshole basically? Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. No, like, you know, the, one of the things that, and I, I kind of picked up on this, like in the middle of the interview of my, of my, um, the, the last interview that I did with the second company was that they were asking a lot of questions about how you would interact with other people, especially if you were the expert on a particular uh, on on any technology on anything and say somebody else need like needs assistance somebody needs your help how would you go about 
helping them figure that out you know is this is this something where you're gonna you know and it's not like a collaborative like okay you do the job yourself but rather they want to learn they want to know because it's going to be something that they need to do how do you go about teaching them and how um like what is your approach or your mentality with it and one of the things that like even lane and i will talk about today like all the time is it's very difficult or it's very easy to forget how complicated some things are and like you know there there are those times where people where you'll you'll like you'll look at someone like they're crazy like you're you're maybe not even look at like look at them let me restate you'll have a conversation with somebody about a particular topic and you forget like it, it could be like something as simple as an acronym or it could be just a, a complicated word or a phrase or whatever it is like could be complicated to the layperson or somebody who's not in it all the time but to you it's like oh that's just like you know that's like your abcs right you hardly even think about it and so it's very easy to kind of forget the the complicated nature of some of the ins and outs of what it is that you're working on and so you like one of the things that i was trying to explain in the in the interview was the thought process that you want to have is you never want to like belittle somebody for not knowing something that you kind of take for granted something that you've kind of been you know knee deep in for years it's somebody else's first day at it you know what you you're an expert in is not what they're an expert in but they very well may be an expert in something that you know absolutely nothing about so like don't belittle mm-hmm. somebody because they're not an expert in what you're an expert in like they they have a they have this job for the same reason that you do they're very good about at what they do Agreed. so that was kind of like one of the things that I wanted to highlight or that I did highlight and say, and say during the um during the interview and I think they appreciated that nice um so one thing I wanted to say is when you start to to move or when you start to think about moving um, yeah. feel free to reach out and I'm more than happy to either get you invited onto our platform or yeah. help you just like figure out what to do because too many of my friends don't know what to do when to do it and it's just like it seems it seems like I have too much knowledge almost and yeah, yeah. to help you better understand what to do when to do it um, I think it, moving is tough right and especially because yeah, you've is. got uh, a young kid and you're also starting a new job and like I'm happy to yep. sort of help out in that way. Yeah, yeah. I've literally been thinking about it, and I actually have a meeting. So they have a um, they have a relocation um, contractor because, um, like, relocation is part of the uh, the the offer. And mm-hmm. so I am curious because I was thinking about some things today, and I need to like check out the um, I need to check out the the um, the relocation package because there are certain things like. You know, transferring the registration of your car. Yep. I, uh, Can they help with that? I did. I don't know. I need to look at it. <laughs> it was something I was thinking about when I was driving with Elena earlier today, and then I came back and I never actually checked it out. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll check it out after we get off. But like that, that you know, transferring my car from a Pennsylvania license to a Delaware was like four hundred dollars at yep. least i think and so like that that is not a, like an insignificant amount of money there are a lot of things that they're helping out with and i'm really excited that they are doing it you know what are they doing like the, so like it's the big thing is is um so all right they have a few different things right there's like movers right so the movers yeah. will 
they 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 would prefer basically that you don't do anything. Um, if you're not gonna take, if you're not gonna move something yourself, then don't touch it. They will move it, and if it breaks in transport or whatever, it's yep. insured. Because if you try to pack something up yourself, exactly. um, and they move it and it breaks, like that's not it insured. Could be because you didn't, yeah, exactly. Because you may have not packaged that box up properly, right? So they they basically want to do everything. Um, and that's like all included. And then, of course, there are going to be things that, you know, if we choose to drive, um, you know, we'll pack up whatever we pack up and take it with us. We haven't, you know, gotten to that stage yet. Um, obviously, thanks, thankfully, we had the luxury of about six months before we actually have to do this, uh, maybe five months. Um, but the uh, the other thing, and unfortunately, we're not eligible for this, but if we were homeowners and uh, you were buying a home, they would help you with the uh, the new the new home own uh, the new home purchase and in terms of like lawyer fees uh, settlement fees um, like the settlement fee is the big one that that one's like I don't know what like three percent I think is what is what I was told of the total house of the, co- the total be, cost yeah. of the house and so like depending on how much the house is I mean we could talk to the, you know several thousands of dollars if not ten over ten thousand dollars and so like they were they were gonna not just help but just pay it outright. So we unfortunately we're not homeowners now, so that's not some, that's not something that we can take advantage of. But there are still a variety of things. I mean, in terms of like I said, the they'll fly us out for oh, up to a week to check out um, homes we're not planning on buying yet. Where we want to rent for a year, just to kind of figure out where we think we want to be. You know, figure out the neighborhoods, um, just get the lay of the land. Really, make sure that I like the job, <laughs> right? And after that, I think we we would want to to commit to like a purchase. And but despite that, they'll still fly us out there. We'll be able to figure out or search, you know, look for a house, look for a place that we want to rent, and live for a bit. Um, so yeah, that's a that's the the big that's like the big thing. Um, if we were again, if we were homeowners now and we were looking to buy a house, they help with a lot of stuff, and that was actually pretty impressive. And again, for, unfortunately, that is not our situation, so we don't get to take advantage of that. But still, the uh, the the move the move it in and of itself is is a, is big for me because I wouldn't really be considering this if that wasn't going to be something that would be included. It's just too much to figure out. Yeah, if they weren't going to have a professional reload service, that's something you negotiate as well as a yeah additional to the package. It's like, hey, I'm moving. Do right. you not have corporate reload? And it'd be also very, very, very surprising a company uh, at certain size not having corporate reload. Yeah. That's just part right. for the course. So, yep. Um, yeah. yeah, definitely do not uh, attempt to pack anything yourself. There's like really strict insurance guidelines as to right. what can and cannot be covered under insurance. And right. they're very generous with payouts in terms of if they break something. And so you do want to take them up on that offer. Yeah, uh, yeah, we definitely will. Yeah, cool. Um, it it looks like yeah. So it says um. So it says that they have uh, a compensation. So there's a there's like basically a flat amount of money that they're willing to pay for, and it says that these items that are that are that are included but not limited to auto registration, wireless phone contract uh, contract early termination fees which isn't a thing driver isn't a thing for us at least uh, driver's license fees which would be a thing um what else laundry and dry cleaning installation of carpeting window treatments etc so 
plenty of things, but the the two big ones, at least that I thought of, was like the registration, and the license fees. So that alone is uh, is very nice. Yeah, something for sure. And also, we just don't have to we don't have to think about. It makes it so much so much easier. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Yep. I'm excited for the move. Honestly, I think it'd be it's about time you uh, gotten an opportunity to try out a, a new place. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely excited for it, too. I've lived in the Midwest before. Lena hasn't. Oh, yeah, we, I was uh, outside of Indianapolis. And, um, yeah, it'll, it'll be good. It, it should be good. Everyone, I think people keep, every time I mention some, every time I mention it to somebody, like where we're going to be, they're like, oh, it's not, it's going to be really cold there, like the Windy City, right? I'm like, yeah, it's, they call it the Windy City, but it's not, it's not necessarily because of the wind, you know, it might be the wind tunnel effect or whatever, but the, and I was just looking this up, like the meaning of the name or why they call it that. And it's like the, 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 um, the wind speeds aren't like abnormally or significantly higher than like any other cities in the U S like it's not, it's fairly typical or average. So, um, yeah, I mean, they were, they were very cold like a few weeks ago, but so was just about like most of the U S. Um, so yeah, overall very excited about it. Really excited to, 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 to be somewhere new for once (laughs) in a long time. And, And who knows, it could be, it could be a place where we stay for a long time. I guess the hardest, the, the worst thing about it is that will the the ping between between uh whatever servers we're playing on might be a little bit high. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You, you, uh, you gonna, what's you gonna you gonna rock on the you gonna rock on the Midwest the, the the Midwest servers for a little bit, or am I gonna have to go to the the U.S. East ones? I mean, honestly, it might be one of those things where I might have to be playing on yours if we're replaying. You know what the the bigger issue will be? Times that we do play together. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Yeah, I was thinking it'd be better, but no, it's going to be worse because I'm largely limited to like sleeping hours for like Gordon or Elena, and being that it's a, it's an hour time difference, I'll be an hour uh, earlier than you. Meaning that it's going to be even later for you when I would actually end up signing on. So you're right. You're very right about that. Yeah, all small things. Um, yeah, I am. Yeah, I, I am excited though that you're still next to like a major metro area yeah like you're not moving to a place where the industry like uh is like super far from stuff you know right that's really it yeah yep all right right, well you got anything no this is more uh this was exciting to to sort of hear and talk about uh yeah. Should we just call it here? Yeah, that sounds good. All right. All right. Well, I'm Reza. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week.